Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey everybody, this is Frank Whaley. Today's Friday, March 11th. We're coming up on the anniversary of the pandemic. Like when the school shut down in our town was March 13th. That'd be two days from now. Day after tomorrow. Wow. Two years, huh? Hmm. Yeah. We didn't even have a podcast then on March 13th, 2020. It was not something that was on our radar we were planning on doing. And look how amazing the world is doing now because of it. I mean, things have really just plummeted, gone downhill since then and just kept going. I'll tell you something that I wouldn't want to be doing and that's, with all due respect to my city dwellers, is living in the, in the New York City. Because last week, um, I saw, I, I read three different articles about the subways, four, uh, about crime on the subways. There's one article that, ta- that describes four people, including three teens, were stabbed on the subway platform. This is last week. Um, it happened. Uh, Bushwick, I guess it was a fight and the stabbings took place at Flushing Avenue Station. Um, three 16-year-old boys were stabbed, two in the chest. Another 20-year-old man oh, was awful. stabbed. So that's, that was one, one, um, one example of this, of this horrible um, Crime that's going on in the subways, Heather. And then there was you another sound like one. Andy Rooney. Heather. And then there's another one. I can't I, What's I, going on in the subway? I'll tell you something about the subway. Everything is terrible. If I was a rat, maybe I'd enjoy riding the subway. Maybe. Anyway, there's another article that says suspect charged in brutal New York City subway hammer attack. Oh, he hit someone over the head with a hammer. Nina Rothschild was on her way home from her job as a scientist. Imagine going all to all the trouble being a scientist. Well, that's suspicious to me because that's very vague. What with do you the, do? I'm a scientist. Well, let me continue. With the New York Health Department. Oh, okay. When William Blout allegedly struck her repeatedly in the head and robbed her, a man who pursued public health worker in the Queen's subway platform and attacked her with a hammer. That's crazy. If you, I mean, this is crazy. First of all, we got a scientist just on her way home from doing her science shit and trying to make the world a better place. We got a guy armed with a hammer. He, so he said, I'm going to take this hammer and, and, do some, and go to work on somebody. Jesus. I don't like how you phrased that. Well, that's his job. She's got her job at the health, as a scientist at the you know, health department. This guy is a robber with a hammer. Everybody's got to do their own thing, Heather. So I always tell you. Anyway, this guy, William Blout, he was 57 years old. That's, that's, that's almost as old as I am. Was this his first time committing assault, or did he have a history of it? I guess we'll have to wait for, the, for his autobiography to come out. I'm, Heather, I'm just wondering if, if all of this stuff is that COVID-related psychosis. There's video surveillance that shows this man kicking this poor woman down the stairs, the Queen Plaza Station, Long Island City. I was just working over there. I was working right, right around the corner from the, from the Queen Plaza stop. 
Then he began striking repeatedly in the head with the hammer before robbing her. Uh, uh, I guess she was Nina Rothschild, suffered a fractured skull, bleeding from the brain, lacerations to her face. Um, She underwent surgery. She received a wire mesh to replace part of her skull. Oh, my God. Damn. Jesus. Um, and, um, How horrifying. You know, if I, you know, not to make a joke out of this, but if I was this guy and, 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 and I'm in court, I would say, Your Honor, I'm a carpenter. I lost track of where I was. I knew I was supposed to be doing some carpentry work. Uh, no, nah, that's not funny. That wouldn't work. No, it's that not funny work. at all. Um, and then, get a load of this, Heather. Here's another. This is all last week. This was um this was reported last week uh, last February twenty eighth. This was in the New York Post. A man smeared human feces on a woman's face in, in an unprovoked rush hour attack inside Bronx subway station. There's video of this. Oh God! The victim, forty three years old, sitting on a bench on the southbound platform of the Wakefield two hundred forty first station, two hundred forty first Street station, about five fifteen. About five fifteen. Now she's probably just coming home from work. When a man began walking towards her, holding a plastic bag, according to cops, and the clip released late Sunday. Then, without saying a word, he wore, this was wordlessly, no warning, not a word was spoke, Heather. He smashed the vile contents of the bag in her face and then smeared it on the back of her head. Oh, wait, um, do they know, was it human feces? I don't understand your questions. Why? I would want to know, I would feel better if it was dog shit that I got smeared with than human shit. You wouldn't care? No, I don't want, I I would, I, yes, I don't want human feces. I'd rather have uh, dog feces, yes. The the assailant took off after the attacks, after the attack, and and cops were still looking for him Monday morning. Um. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Human waste or someone spitting in your face, these are real signs of mental health issues. This is what the mayor said. We really must dig into how we're dealing with these mental health issues. I don't um, know. I don't even know where to start. There's just so many problems. I have, it, it seems insurmountable. I mean, I had one... one ex- I mean, I... I, I my, one of my siblings, I'm not going to mention who he used to throw feces and stuff like that. One time he, he put it on a paper plate and put it on my knee. But, I mean, imagine having, just sitting on the subway platform waiting for your damn train. That's why I never sat on benches when I was, I was, I was always, always on alert when I was a city dweller on those platforms. Stand way back, stand way back off the track. Of course, you never stand near the tracks. You never look out down the track to see if the train's coming? Nah. You'll get shoved. There's no point in standing that close to it. I don't understand why people would stand that close to it, but... Nowadays, I wouldn't take this. I would just walk. I don't care how far I have to go, I would walk. Even if I'm walking home at... ah, But then, if four in the morning, someone could uh, attack you with a hammer on the street. I'll tell you what. I do not want anybody's feces on my head, on my face, or in my hair. I don't even want it in my, like, eye line. I don't want to see it. I know. Much less feel it, taste it, smell it. Can you imagine how long she had to sit there with feces all over her face? 
before she could get someplace and really, really wash it off. I'm sure she was in shock. I mean, imagine sitting there like, like, okay, so you, so you, 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 you immediately thinking, wait a minute, this person is putting, this smells like, oh no. And then before you know it, he's smearing it around the back of her head and then he's just running off. Like, I mean, I probably would have sat there. I probably would have sat on that bench for 30 minutes thinking, how did this just happen to me? How did this just happen? And then what are you going to go home and get in your bathtub and wash the feces out of your You're hair? never going to get that smell out of your nose. It's going to be up inside your nasal cavity. I mean, I know you have had a history with pooping your pants. That's not anything like this. No, you say that because you had the nickname Poopy Bear as a kid, and you just want to try to drag me down with you. Not going to work. Poopy Bear. As bad as a... Bag of poop you know, in the face. Is. Let me just say that 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 was very traumatic for me as a child being called poopy bear. Well, you're trying as a to, fifth grader. You're trying to like tell people that I that I poop in my pants. Yeah, so you're because doing I'm the same thing. Because you can help people. You can help people. How did you clean that up? Oh my god! I mean, what did you lift the poop out of your pants and throw it away? I mean, this is all I'm saying. I was in fifth grade. The teacher. I had to go to the bathroom. The teacher hated me because I wrote. I'm sure I've told that story a hundred times. On Valentine's Day, I thought it'd be funny to write all kinds of curse words on the Valentines. You know? Right. In accordance to what the Valentine... Happy Valentine's Day, hot ass. Yeah, because it was like a little little boy firefighter holding a fire hose, which was very phallic, and saying, you know, I'm, I'm... I'm hot for you or something like that. I mean, those Valentines, if but you that's think... That's totally inappropriate for... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Valentine's. And I thought, well, I thought, I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to take it one step further. And I thought people would get the joke. And one, and like my friend, my friend, I uh, can't remember his name now. I don't want to say his name. Maybe he, he, you know, sue me. But I wrote, like, every swearing word I knew, every curse word I knew. And then, happy Valentine's Day, exclamation point. But one at a time, they all got up and walked to the desk, up to the Miss, Miss Bushnose desk, and ratted me out, and I denied it. Those bastards. Because I didn't sign my name to any of the Valentines. Yeah, but you got caught because they asked you how to spell the word bitch, <laughs> and you, you spelled it B-E-A-C-H, and that's how you spelled it in the principal, in the principal's office also. So Anyway, that teacher would not, for that, from that point forward... Inexplicably, I took think, a, no. I think it's explicably took a disliking to me, yeah. and I would raise my hand and say, "Teacher, can I use the bathroom?" She say, "No." And finally, I said, "I really have to go. I really have to go." And you pooped in your pants. And I was running Jesus. down the hall, and it 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 you know came out from down below my pants. Oh leg. my god! Okay, all right. Yeah. So thank you for another. And then they made me clean it up. That's poop, a whole another poop story. story, but. I'm going to tell you, I would rather, I think, have a bag of poop in the face than have what happened to this 25-year-old guy. He was a photographer, graphic designer from New Jersey, who was in Hawaii with his boyfriend. And How they, long were they together? They were, they, it was the love of his life, so I assume for a while. Well, that's the kind of question you ask. Oh, that's not the kind of question I ask. Uh, and they were swimming in the ocean. and. Bystanders reported that 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 there were two people swimming and they were uh, they appeared in distress, 
and one of them made it safely to shore, while the second swimmer was last seen being swept out to sea. They searched for him for three days, and he was never found. That's awful. It's so awful. That's I mean, why you don't swim. You got to think it's sharks, right? I, 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 I mean, uh, maybe, or maybe the guy just wasn't a good swimmer, and you got, you know, like, people do stupid things. Eventually, probably a shark got him. I saw the most horrific video of a shark attack recently. There was a guy swimming in, uh, yeah, Australia. You got to be crazy to go swimming in Australia. And these people are fishing on the on the shore from rocks up on the shore. They're fishing, and they hear this huge splash, and they see this great white shark just attacking this guy. And it's like, I mean, it's it's so graphic. But there's like there's like part of him floating in the water, and then the the shark comes back and gets him again. It's oh god, what a nightmare. Well, thanks. That, that's what my the... that that's my nightmare. The things that scare me most are sharks and serial killers. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm really afraid of. This reminds me of the movie Swimming with Sharks, where where they still have not paid me all the damn money that they owe me. But that's a whole no. That's what I'm afraid. Of. I'm afraid of those motherfuckers not giving me my goddamn profit participation on Swimming with Sharks. From 35 years ago, shit's now made into a television show, and I'm supposed to be getting paid on that. Don't get me started, Heather. Don't even get me started. So, Frank, do you want a letter? Yes or no? Yes, fine. God, every single time. All right. So, here's... but no, no, nothing. I'm hoping that it's nothing critical of me because usually they're like, "Where? Why aren't you? Where? Why aren't you working more?" So well, you know what? At least people are writing to you. Like, listen to this. Dear Frank, and then in parentheses, and Heather. Um, so Heather. I'm your par- parentheses. I'm your parenthetical. It says aunt? And. Oh, and. What's wrong with that? Dear Frank and Heather. I sta- why, why is that bad? I started listening in almost two years ago. Thank you for being you and for being awesome. You guys remind me so much of me and my life partner. We're on our way to Hawaii for... <gasps> no, I'm kidding. It doesn't say that. We have identical conversations. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait I'm confused. I was pretending like this person was the guy who was swept out to sea that just happened to write us. I, I don't, I, now you've confused me. Okay. What, what uh, You said some life... Read it. Don't, don't, don't add anything. Just read it because I, 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 is life partner you real? You guys remind me so much of me and my life partner. We have identical conversations. I am assuming as to you and I, right? Okay. Frank, again, this part's just to you. When I was little, my mom saw you at a farmer's market in Burbank. I was in a stroller. So you were my first celebrity sighting. All my best and God bless. So here's, this is the funny thing, because we used to take our son to, well, it wasn't the Burbank Farmer's Market. Is that one letter or two letters? That was one letter. Okay. So when they start, when you start, started saying Frank, this one's just to you. That's... Yeah, it was, it's like a separate paragraph that they say, hi, you're so much like me and my life partner. And Frank, you were my first celebrity sighting. Oh, so you, so this is just for you wasn't in the letter? No. Okay. You can you confuse me, Heather. Anyway, go ahead. We, Keep going. I I've never been to I don't think a Burbank farmers market, but we used to go 
all the time to the one in, was it in Studio City on Ventura Boulevard? And we would take Buster when he was in a stroller. And here's the thing. At a farmer's market in Los Angeles, there's tons of celebrities. You see celebrities there all the time. Ed Begley Jr. used to have a table there. So I'm kind of surprised that you were the one that they remembered the seeing the most. Yeah, I, 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 sound, I sense a little bit of um, jealousy. Okay. Now, this woman, is this a man or woman? No idea. Life partner. And, but that's so that doesn't really imply gender. What's that? They sign their name to this letter? They just put the initial A. So who knows? It doesn't really matter. No, no, I'm just wondering what, what, if this is a male or female. Why? What do there's you care? No, there's no reason, Heather. I'm not, I'm not trying to put, I'm not trying to put any label on anybody. Just all a binary. All, like you just, yeah, you are trying to put a label. You, you need to have a label for it or you can't, you can't go forward with the story. What I'm, what I was going to say is, it sounds to me like you're a little bit jealous because if this person, um, you know, uh, he, him, them, they, he, uh, she, her, whatever their pronouns might be, this person Still remembers being in 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 a. Ba- it sounds like there, she said she's in a baby carriage. Right. The, this See, person doesn't remember seeing you. The mother told told them that they saw you at the farmers market. Yes. Yeah, so so out of all the celebrities, Ed Begley and otherwise, I was the biggest celebrity they saw. But but I was her first celebrity sighting. Right. Do you remember how what I told you my first celebrity sighting was? I do. It was Boz Skaggs. That is correct, Heather. My first celebrity sighting. In Syracuse, New York, approximately 1976, Boz Skaggs. And I'll tell you what, where, where and when, Heather. And you've, you've heard this story. But I was with my, my, uh, my mom, God rest her, and, and one of my siblings. And we were at the Shopping Town Mall. And Boz Skaggs was appearing at the, I think, either at the Syracuse War Memorial or there might have been at the state The what? Fair. The Syracuse what? War Memorial. Say it again? Yeah, I can't pronounce my arms. My arms. War Memorial? War Memorial. Boz Skaggs was at the Syracuse War Memorial. Or he it might have been at the state fair. Um, Probably was the state fair. Yeah. But I was coming out. I remember it so clearly. I was coming out of Gerber Music. At the Shopping Town Mall, which was a record store, with my mom and my little sister. And my mom grabbed me so hard with her long 70s fingernails under, on, the, on the soft part of the underside of my arm. What do you call that part of your arm? That, the part that hurts the most when you pinch it. She pinched it so hard, so hard. I was wearing, I was wearing um, you know, short sleeves. So hard she squeezed it. I yelped, and she froze. I said, what the fuck? And she said, buskags. She said like three times in a, in a, in a loud whisper, buskags, buskags. And I realized that she was saying, buskags. I looked over there, and across the way at Orange Julius, there was standing buskags. And um, it's it's possible that he heard her his he heard his name being called because he turned around he looked he looked directly at me and he winked 
Oh, that's cute. Yes. I'm not sure why he was. Did you know who Boz Skaggs was? Yes, I did. Because I didn't know who Boz Skaggs was until like, I mean, I still couldn't pick him out of a, a lineup. If you said one of these three guys is Boz Skaggs, I wouldn't know which one it was. Here's how I knew it was Boz Skaggs, because I must say, I'm not sure if the um, the song Lowdown, which is probably my favorite Boz Skaggs song. I didn't like Boz Skaggs much because I felt he was trying to be like R&B and... I was, I loved that, that period of time, I was like very much into Earth, Wind & Fire and that kind of thing. But Boss Gags was kind of a blue-eyed soul, I guess you'd call him at that time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he had that song, Low Down. I think that's what it's called. And I had that album. And the only reason I know what he looked like because he's on the cover of that album. And, but Boss Gags was wearing um, really tight jeans, very, very flared they were so tight and faded and flared. And he had, uh, like, cowboy boots. And he had a really tight silk shirt. And he just looked like a you know, famous person because he was kind of stood out at the shopping town mall in Syracuse. And, and I, my, my, but I, my, mom, my mom squeezed my arm so hard. And then I remember, like, you know, we, we left the mall, we were in the car driving home, and my mom said, God damn, I wish I had met Boss Gags. I should. She was like so... Oh, man. She was so... Because um, my mom was in a renaissance, renaissance at that time. That was in her singles days. She, she, she was hitting the disco. Freshly divorced, and I'm thinking, like, I guarantee if she had, if she had walked up to Boss and, you know, you know, my mom had some, some pop and some pizzazz, she could have, I mean, she probably could have said, you know. After, she could have just gone up and gotten an Orange Julius and be like, oh, hey, Boz Skaggs. Love your music. Yeah, I also uh, like an Orange Julius. Can, any chance you got a backstage pass? Orange um, Julius was kind of gross. I got a war memorial in my pants. Oh, my God. Something like that. You know, she could have put the move on Boz Skaggs and Boz would have been down. And my whole, then, then I would have been the step son of Boz fucking Skaggs, man. That'd have been awesome. If I could have been Boss Skaggs' son, I'd have changed my name to Skaggs. Frank Skaggs? Hell yeah. Frankie Skaggs. Frankie Skaggs. I would have, I would have, I could have joined, I, you know, been the drummer in his touring band, Boss Skaggs. Imagine that. Oh my God. In the 70s? You'd have been unstoppable. In the late 70s, early 80s. Imagine the cocaine. Yeah, but you were like 15. So? So you were, if it was 76, you were even younger than that. You were like, you had just turned 13. You've been doing cocaine with Boz Skaggs at the Why? Syracuse State Fair. That's a, that is a depressing image. I, I mean, I don't have to do it there at the State Fair, but, you know, because they're, I mean, by the time I'm in Boz Skaggs touring band, I'd be 17, okay? I'm not going to immediately. Right. It would take some time for your mother to have the relationship with him. She would have to leave Syracuse, New York, because he might be a lovely person, but I doubt Boz Skaggs dates women who are full-time residents of Syracuse, New York. Look at it this way. Boz Skaggs now has his own wine, right? He has a, he's, yep. he's like, he's a, he's a winer. I don't know if that's what uh, you call uh, it. A vintner? Yeah. You're a winer. He's a vintner. And Boz and I would be in, the, in business together. I'm sure Boz Skaggs is still around. Oh, the wonder of it all, Heather. The wonder of it all. Coulda, coulda been, you coulda been someone special. Thank you for listening, everyone. 
Enjoy your life, yeah. motherfuckers. And, Enjoy your life. And think think of this uh, anniversary this weekend of the start of this pandemic. And unfortunately, this pandemic's not even freaking over. I just read how hospitals are filling up all over Europe more than ever before. And three times as many people have died from COVID as was originally thought, like 18 million people. Not to bum you out on a Friday. Oh, man, you are like, you're you're like, like, I I know, I know, it really sucks. It really sucks. So have a great weekend. Cheers. Go go get him, y'all. Frankie Skaggs out. This is not very good podcast content.